0: Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today, because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Frances Bedakovic. Welcome, my friends, to this episode, which is all about the importance of taking baby steps in life. So I am so excited to speak about this topic because I feel like this is a strategy that's a secret to all my success so far in life. It is how I managed to write over 20 books and it's how I managed to start four websites and it's even how I've managed to start this podcast in just 10 days, all by taking the tiniest baby steps. So at no point did I ever feel like I was doing anything overwhelming in one go. I kept it nice and simple and I took those baby steps. So I don't know if you're anything like me, but when I imagine accomplishing this really massive goal from the outset, it always feels so scary and impossible. It feels like an impossible goal. Like there's no way that I'll ever be able to write a novel that has a hundred thousand words in it, or there's no way that I'll ever be able to start my own business. Now, you yourself might think the same about a variety of different goals, like there's no way I'll ever be able to lose that much weight or save that much money or finish that degree or insert whatever impossible sounding goal that might have you stumped right now. Now, the philosophy behind this baby step strategy is summarized beautifully by the following quote, how do you eat an elephant? Will you do it one bite at a time? So almost every goal that you can think of bar the most basic simple ones, can be broken down into a series of steps. And when you focus instead on these tiny mini steps that you need to achieve along the way, it actually suddenly feels doable rather than feeling overwhelming and really stressful. So remember, if I try to eat that elephant all in one go, I would choke. I would choke on that big massive elephant And the reason that I would choke is because it really is an impossible goal to get it down all in one gulp. You know, to have that expectation that it needs to be done right now in one go in the next few minutes, you're just setting yourself up for failure. But I instead choose to embrace patience when I set my goals and focus. I try to be focused on every tiny little step along the way. So that's like one bite at a time. That is my goal. Now, maybe it's even 10 small bites each day. Whatever I need to take, I will get there in the end when I break it down. And it only feels impossible if you feel like you need to achieve the goal immediately or you have this unrealistic timeline, even though the same goal could be done with a more realistic expectation. So it's all about having realistic expectations, but breaking it down so it feels easy to you. So your goal doesn't scare you. So let's just use the example of writing a book. It's a perfect example for writing baby steps. And that's actually how I started using this strategy. So I've now written more than 20 books. And I think that I've counted that I've written more than a million words as a writer, probably closer to 2 million when I think about it. But I wrote each word one at a time. Now, I should note that I didn't always find writing books easy. When I started my first novel, I was 18 and I actually didn't finish that one until I was 27. I think it was because the goal scared me so much. It took me forever, close to 10 years, because I hadn't yet discovered this baby step strategy. So every time I thought about that goal, you know, finishing the novel, it felt like this massive mountain that I could never conquer. The mountain felt so massive to me. I didn't even bother trying to climb it. I was like, no way, I'm never going to get to the top. So I knew I needed a completely different strategy when it came to writing my second book. So I came up with what I thought was a fantastic plan. My goal was instead to complete this book. It was going to be a chicklet novel. My first one, it was going to be a hundred thousand words. That's what the goal was. So I worked out that if I wrote a thousand words a day, every weekday with you to having the weekends off, and I did that every day in a month. So 5,000 words a week, that would equal 20,000 words every month. So the grand plan was to complete a draft of 100,000 words in five months. Okay. Just doing little baby steps, a thousand words a day, every weekday, having the weekends off 20,000 words at the end of the first month, 40 by the end of a second, 60, 80, and then a hundred by the end of month five. Now, if it sounds like it was a long process, yes, it was, because it takes time to write a book, especially one of 100,000 words, okay? Like it would be crazy to think that you could do that in one day when it just isn't possible. But that sounded like a really good plan to me, and I knew that in the sixth month, the plan was to revise the book, so just go over all the words I'd written and edit them. So I set to work, and I stuck to my plan. And because I made a solemn vow to absolutely never, ever go to bed without completing those thousand words that I had promised myself I would write each day, no matter how crazy my workday was back then, I still was working at an advertising agency. I was running a life coaching business before and after my work hours. I still stuck to my plan and I did whatever I needed to do to make it happen, whether it meant staying up late or waking up early or scribbling down notes throughout the day. So during this writing phase, I discovered that by writing every day like clockwork, I suddenly tapped into this weird, it was a really weird inner reservoir of material. It's like I can't even explain to you. It's almost like you have a fountain of magical words sitting inside you. And when you set about to write every single day, it just feels easier. I would often start the day having no idea what I was going to write next. But the moment I sat down at the computer and I put my fingertips on those keyboard keys, the ideas would just pour out of me. So I wrote like a machine for five straight months. Rain, hail, or shine. And I relished every single weekend because I knew that I was going to have it off. It meant that I could sit down and have a break. Even when a month had 31 days, I was like, oh, that is so cool. Like an extra day off. Because all I needed to do each month was write 20,000 words and I could do it. And I just did that month after month. And after five months, I would finally wrap up each book. I'd written a hundred thousand words, sometimes more, sometimes less, depending on my own good judgment. And during the sixth month I would go back and revise everything. And I ended up doing this actually three times back to back in 18 months. I completed pretty man snatches, just a little break. And before I die during this time, three big novels, approximately hundred thousand words each in six months using this baby step strategy. Now, I should point out that there were many years after those novel writing years that I use the strategy in a different way. Okay. I didn't always write novels back then, but let's just say when we bought a new house and we moved, I think we moved twice when the kids were little, rather than getting totally stressed by this goal. And a lot of people get stressed when they think about buying a house. I just would break it down into the smallest steps possible. You know, I would write down little things like, Okay, I've got to research the mortgage and interest rates. I've got to apply for a bank loan. I've got to shortlist the houses we love. I have to book a property inspection. I've got to ask for a contract and maybe organize a conveyancer to go over that contract, make an offer, book the removalist, and find packing boxes or whatever it takes to move a house. I would write down each little step and I would tackle each little step one at a time. And as you can probably tell, you know, when you hear that goal, buy a new house, does sound big and scary, but when you look at each individual steps, it actually isn't too tricky. I mean, finding a conveyancer or booking a removalist, a lot of that's just Googling and making a booking. Some of those things might take five to 10 minutes. It sounds really doable. And it doesn't mean that each baby step is necessarily easy. Some of those were hard and time consuming, but on its own, when I looked at it just on its own, that one little step, it was achievable. And I like to think of it this way. So let's just say with any goal that you have and imagine that it's got 15 steps from start to finish. If you aren't thinking in terms of baby steps, then it's almost like you're getting into that boxing ring with all 15 components staring you in the face. They've got their gloves up. They're bouncing around. They all want your attention now. Now, there is no way that you could face them all at once and tackle them all at once and defeat them all in one go. And it's no wonder that people just put their hands up in surrender or they feel like running away whenever they see all these little components staring at them and just, they feel overwhelmed. I mean, you need to break down your goal in advance. You really, really do. That is what I'm calling a baby steps. Baby steps are when you get in the ring with just one opponent at a time. Except this time you've researched that opponent, you know exactly what you expect, you know what you're getting, you know what needs to be done, and your focus isn't just ticking that one little box so you can move on to the next step, one at a time. That's how you get to your goal. You stay focused on only one step at a time and you never really look forward too much or backwards or whatever or just to see what's coming around the corner because you focus instead on the here and now, one step at a time. And so that's what I've been doing for the last few years or probably the last decade or so. I break down every big and small goal that I have in life so that it feels like a no-brainer task. When you're breaking it down into little steps, it actually feels totally doable. And most of the time you'll actually discover that it actually doesn't take too long to do those little tasks. Do you know how cool it is to just like look at one little task and know that it's going to take you 10 to 20 minutes or even an hour to do? That is what you need to do. Break it down into small little baby steps. So if I ever have a goal that feels too scary or too big, and I set lots of massive goals, okay, I am a big goal setter, but I always consciously ask myself, how can I break this goal down? And if one of the steps still feels too big, I just go ahead and ask myself again, can I possibly break this step down even further? So I want you to ask yourself now, is this a strategy that you can possibly apply to the own goals that you have in your life? And how can you break down your goals into tiny little baby steps so those baby steps feel doable and achievable? So tonight, just before you go to bed, I want you to grab a notebook and pen and just write this stuff down, okay? I might be speaking to you and giving you great ideas, but you need to actually take action, grab a pen, grab some paper and do the work take your biggest goal, whatever it is, and I want you to look at it like a detective would study a case that they're trying to solve. What are all those little steps that will make up that big goal? What are the strategies? Or I used to call it when I was coaching stepping stones. What are the stepping stones that you need to take to get to your big goal? And let's just say you have a big goal. Um, I'm going to come up with an example. Let's just say it's to become an actor. Well, obviously there are a lot of steps that you need to take to get to that goal of becoming an actor. And if there are any steps that feel a little bit overwhelming, just break them down even further. So let's just say, for example, you have a stepping stone that is how to find an agent, or maybe it's to attend an acting workshop as one of your baby steps. If you hear that baby step, okay, find an agent or attend an acting workshop, if that still feels too scary for you or it just feels overwhelming, what can you do to break it down even further? So let's just say it's that baby step, find an agent. Well, you might want to break it down into further into smaller steps that might include, okay, so let's just write a list of 20 agents in your city, maybe research their websites for how to apply. Maybe the next step is to shortlist agents to your top five picks, or maybe you want to even order them in terms of preference, like your first, favorite, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And then you might draft an email that you can send each agent or you might want to call them for an appointment. So can you see that this was just a baby step of a bigger goal and you've gone and made it even simpler. You've just, like a detective, worked out what you need to do. So suddenly these little baby steps don't feel so scary because sometimes baby steps, if they are feeling scary to you, that just means that they need to be broken down even further. And you'll soon discover that plenty of baby steps can be completed in just short spurts. 15-minute spurts, do not underestimate what you can do in a short time. You actually don't need that much time to do a short task such as finding 20 agents in your city. So even though I might have no desire about you know, acting, I could go about right now and just Google Acting Agent Sydney and I'll probably come up with a list of 15, 20 agents straight away. And all I need to do next is click on their website and find their email address or fill in a query form All those things don't take much time. But what you need to do is take action. Taking action is going to be the tricky point. And you need to understand that you need to take action to get to where you want to go. You won't get anywhere if you're just standing still. So break it down, my friend. And I know you might be thinking, well, baby steps aren't going to take me far. But I promise you, they build up, they collect. When you take one step after another, you eventually get to your goal. And it is way better to take a baby step than just sit on the couch, binge watching another Netflix series, which is of course fine to do if you are having a break after you've had a good productive day. But if you're doing it at the expense of taking a baby step, Just press pause, okay? Put that remote down. Go ahead and do what you need to do. And then by all means, once you've taken that baby step, come back and pick up that remote and watch Netflix if you want to. But you can always delay a couch session. Just delay it by 15 to 30 minutes or whatever it takes for you to get that baby step done. Consider like when you are watching TV, consider it as a break or a reward for doing the hard work, not as an avoidance strategy, okay? There is nothing to be gained by avoiding what needs to be done. So if your goal is to get fit, just make the time to run around the block. Just go for a walk, half an hour. You don't have to put in a lot of time, but just put in consistent short amounts of time to work towards your goal. And if your goal is to write a new book, just write down one page, just one page. Okay, that's all you need to do. All those little baby steps are going to take you one step closer to your goal. So as Martin Luther King Jr. once so wisely said, you do not have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. And honestly, when I was writing my novels back when I was in my 20s, I had no idea how the story was going to end. I never had a plan. I was just literally winging it. I never knew what I was going to be doing the next day or the next week or the next month, but I never fussed about those stuff. I just focused on today only just today and doing what needed to be done right then and now. So little by little, I got there in the end and so too will you, as long as you are moving in the right direction and as long as you are moving, period. So there's this other quote that I absolutely love. I came across it recently. It was Marcy Shimoff who said, to make the quickest progress, you don't need to take huge leaps. You just need to take baby steps and keep on taking them. And in Japan, they call this approach kaizen, which literally translates to continual movement. So using Kaizen, great and lasting success is achieved through small, consistent steps. So there I was thinking that I came up with this approach, an amazing approach, and it turns out that it's a really popular thing that is utilized by so many great people on their road to success. So small baby steps, or as they refer to it in Japan, continual improvement, continual improvement. It turns out that this slow and steady approach is the best way to overcome your resistance to change. So remember that hare and tortoise fable that you would have heard when you were back in kindergarten at school. Do not be afraid to be that tortoise, okay? Most of us think that hare's going to win the race. And guess what? In that story, the hare didn't. The tortoise might look slow and cumbersome, but he kept on moving and he didn't stop and he finished first in the end. So if you have any, any goal, it doesn't matter what goal you've set, You just need to keep on moving. So let's just say if you have a weight loss goal, did you know that if you focused on just losing one kilo per month, okay, we can all do that one kilo per month, nothing more, nothing less over the course of a year, you'd actually lose 12 kilos. Or if you had a goal to write a book and you just wrote one page a day, just one page, nothing more, nothing less over the course of a year, you would have written 365 pages. That is pretty much a whole book, my friends. And let's just say if you only exercised 15 minutes a day, think about how many minutes you've got in a day. And if you just exercise for 15 minutes and no more, no less over the course of a year, you would have spent 91 hours engaged in moving your body and getting your body fit. So don't underestimate those baby steps. They are the easiest way to get to your goal because those little baby steps, they're going to move you forward. And eventually they add up to become something so amazing. It really is such a simple recipe. You add baby steps with some focus and a never give up attitude. And eventually you will get to your impossible goal. It only feels impossible because you haven't broken it down. You need to break down that goal. And if you're actually totally stuck on how to break down your goal, ask a friend or ask someone that you trust. What are the ways, what are the things that I need to do to get to that goal? Other people might have ideas that you actually haven't thought of yet. But you need to be like a detective. I've said that before. Work it out. When you want something bad enough, you will find a way to get to your goal. You just need to take the time and effort and don't give up so soon. When you give up too soon on a goal that you really, really want, it doesn't make that goal go away. When you have this fire in your heart of something that you really want to achieve, it sits here in the back just waiting for you to listen it wants you to pay attention. It wants you to fight for it. It wants you to give it some respect and to just listen to it. So before I end this episode, I just want to give you some thoughts to consider. So what if your goal is actually doable? What if there is a way for you to achieve it? What would it take for you to find the solution? And are you part of the problem or are you part of a solution? What thoughts do you need to think? in order to get to your goal? What thoughts do you need to think in order to feel confident? When you have self-confidence, it means that you have trust and faith in yourself and in your ability to, even if you're doing something that you've never done before. So when it came to like writing a book, I needed to be confident. I needed to believe in myself because I'd never written a book before. But I just jumped in, broke down that process, made it seem less overwhelming and just know that you too can do the same with no matter what goal you have in your life, there's always a way to break it down, work out the stepping stones, follow their stepping stones, and you will get there in the end. So as always, thank you so much for being here with me. You know that I love and appreciate you all. And I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Until next time, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.